Hello and welcome to Great Hang, the greatest hang that's ever hanged. I'm your hang, Tim McLaughlin, coming to you with your other hang, Micah Fox. Ah, it's just a solo Tim episode today. Micah is sick. We were going to have a guest, but we had to cancel the guest. We didn't want to get the guest sick, and Micah is sick, so... It's just me. We're just doing me here on the episode today. I get to regale you with my sweet, sweet tales of being out in Little Rock, Arkansas, Memphis, Tennessee. Consider this whole episode a giant Tim's story time. And what a giant, exciting thing for all of the listeners and viewers today. What an exciting, exciting show it will be. So it is I, Tim McLaughlin, your host. I uh, That's right. I just got back from Little Rock, Colorado. I just got back from Memphis, Tennessee. Went to Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, my flight was delayed six hours. That was pretty cool. Uh, really sucked. So my flight gets delayed six hours. I get to Memphis. Turns out the venue that I am performing at had uh, fired all of its employees Uh, The manager fired all the employees, and then the manager got upset that he was doing so much work, so he quit. So the entire week, uh, coming, getting up to when I was supposed to perform there, the venue was closed, and they had been posting on Instagram that they were closed. So I get to Memphis, and my buddy says, hey, there's been a little snafu with the booking. And I said, oh, cool. Glad I flew in for this. This is great. So three people showed up, uh, all three of them walked out halfway through my set, which was good in a way that it really makes you feel like you're doing it right. There was a man on before me, a young man by the name of Cowboy Fly, and this young man, Cowboy Fly, was doing a bit, and I, I, listen, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm speaking out of school here when I do the little bit for you because it was cracking my ass up. He said he was going to, uh, if aliens came down, he said, y'all know me, y'all know I'm a freak. I'm going to have sex with those aliens. Now, we don't know what if the aliens is dudes, and now you're space gay. And he kept talking about being space gay, which, of course, was very funny. And then he said he was an extra sextrial. Which also made me laugh. And um, then I went up there, did my little thing. Everyone left before I was done. And it felt good to be back on the road doing comedy. So the next morning I get up. This is the catching up segment of the show. Uh, The next morning I get up at around uh, 6.30 in the morning so that I can catch my 7.30 mega bus to Little Rock, Colorado. Uh, I have to go to the MT. The M-A-T-A transit something. So they don't give you an exact address on the Megabus website because I think they're trying to do like this cool thing where you know how like comedy shows will be like secret lineup. This is a secret lineup. Uh, Oh, who's going to show up? I think the Megabus is like it's kind of a secret where the bus is going to be. So we're not going to give the exact address. We'll just give the name of the thing. So I copy and paste what I have uh, from the internet. I put it into the Uber app. The Uber drives me to what I can only describe as one of the worst neighborhoods I've ever been to in my entire life. And we go to the MATA transit stop for 
the city buses of Memphis, and there's a security guy smoking weed, and I say to him, um, hey, man, is this where the mega bus is? He goes, nah, dog, that's way down the road. So I had to sprint and grab my Uber before it got out of the way, and my Uber driver was this nice black lady. She was so nice. And she goes, when we get there, I'm going to make sure that, that I get get you where you need to go. Like I'm an eight-year-old child, which I already had fucked up. So she was right to do it. So we get in. We get into the, uh, we get into the, uh, whatchamacallit, the bus station, the Greyhound bus station. Jesus Christ. We get into the Greyhound bus station. The lady's like basically holding my hand up to the customer service desk. She goes, hey, y'all, where is the Megabus? And a guy goes, down over there. And she goes, there you go, baby. Have a nice trip. And I was like, oh, this is nice. It was a nice little thing. I felt like I was carrying my little lunch up to the Megabus. So I get to the Megabus, talk to the Megabus. I say, hey, because it's a coach bus. Normally, the Megabus is like a double-decker bus, but this was just a regular bus. And I talk to the guy. I say, hey, uh, is this a Megabus to Little Rock? And I didn't hear what he said. He said, uh, let me see your ticket. But I didn't really hear him. So I said, what? And he goes, what? Let me see your ticket. And I go, okay, damn, Jesus Christ. But uh, it was the right ticket. I get on the bus and we get to Little Rock without incident. Uh, it was a nice time in Little Rock. The bus there was pretty sick, though, because there were only eight people on this huge ass bus. So I got to like stretch out, took a little nap getting on the way there. So that was good. All, all of the fright from... Almost missing the bus from going to the wrong place had, I, I, it had gone away. It had melted away, and I was on my way to Little Rock. We get to Little Rock, and to the people of Little Rock, I am sorry to say this, but Little Rock is a shithole full of idiots. It might be one of the dumbest places I've ever performed in my entire life. It is wild how stupid these audiences are and audiences of all ages just as each person more stupid than the last you have to hit them with joke 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 or they do not pay a single bit of attention to what you're saying you have to have joke on joke on joke they if you're telling a story baby they ain't listening they don't care about your little story they don't care at all they're like, give me the jokes. Give me them jokes, motherfucker. That's what I'm here for. And boy, oh boy, were there. It was like going to the, it was like, you know what it was a lot like? It was a lot like the gathering of the Juggalos with less Fago and more alcoholic Mountain Dew, which I did. I have not been having sodas, but I did break my sodas this week a little bit when I took a sip of alcoholic Mountain Dew and alcoholic Baja Blast. I had to taste them. And they were, I got to be honest with you, very, very good. They were very, very good. I enjoyed them immensely, and uh, I, I loved it. I loved every second of my alcoholic <laughs> Mountain Dew, my alcoholic Baja Blast. But we had a nice time in Memphis, Tom and I. Tom Takar absolutely fucked up. The man fucked up. I can't, he left so much money on the table. All he had was smalls, larges, and extra larges when it came to t-shirts. If he would have had double XL or triple XLs, my man would have cleaned up. These people are not small. A woman did call him fat phobic for not having double XL shirts. Now, these people were big. 
They were big and they were dumb. They, I feel like they were ate as much as they did not know, and it was wild. It's a wild town, and it it looked crazy because a tornado had just went through it and ripped everything up. There was just rubble everywhere, all over the ground, just houses just destroyed everywhere but it was a good time i sold a bunch of koozies they really liked that i had two different style camo koozies they thought that was pretty cool that i did that for them and everyone in the midwest they got a big laugh every time so that was good and uh yeah it was a good nice little time uh the razorbacks game was literally at the exact time as our show on saturday so that really fucked us as far as attendance but Imagine if it's earlier in the day, everybody shows up drunk. Because I think that 90% of the people in Little Rock, Arkansas are driving drunk. I really do. These people would leave the club fucked up. I mean, fucked up. And they just hop in their car and they head on home. And And we were talking about the cops or something. I was talking about how cops were bullshit or something. And... This woman goes, yeah, I mean, we was in court last week. Cop up there lying and lying and lying. He lying about everything. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right, you know. And I don't know if they got a DUI, but I had to assume that they did because they were drunk as hell. But, yeah, so if you're listening to this and you were at the Little Rock shows, thank you for coming out. We really appreciate you guys. You guys are great. But I did have fun in Little Rock. It was a very good time. And shout out to the Looney Bin in Little Rock. That was a very fun time. And shout out to, of course, Tom Takar, uh, the man who makes my dreams come true and takes me to the places I've never wanted to go. So it was fun. We had a great time. And uh, that's, I, you know, I got back to Indian, uh, you're right, Indianapolis. I got back to New York, watched the Indianapolis Colts. They won. And uh, it all turned out to be a great weekend, all in all. Felt bad that Micah got sick, but here we are now doing the show. And now, a very special part of the show, we're going to make a phone call. I don't know if you guys like when we make phone calls on the show, but we have a friend who has just released a new comedy special. Oops. And I just screenshotted the the phone so that's good hey bob it's bobby Con- ladies and gentlemen bobby condit on the horn bobby i'm doing a solo episode because micah is sick and we have i've just done my catching up segment Di- uh we can fill in the catching up segment do you have did anything interesting happen to you in the last week in the last week yeah wait is this part of our promo in the album are you trying to trick me into saying that or should i tell you something interesting that happened in the last week well if you well we were we're still in the catching up segment so if you have anything that happened that was interesting in the last week feel free to say it now but if not we can go straight to the plug segment where we can promo your new special <laughs> uh you know this last week has been pretty it's been pretty low-key, Tim. I got to tell you, I, I officiated Mike Propinskoy's wedding, but that was last week. Well, you can talk about that. You can talk about how you were the officiant at Mike Propinskoy's wedding. Big laughs, a nice time. A lot of people were saying you, you made it a lot about yourself, but go ahead and uh, defend those. Uh... <laughs> well, I, I, you know, Tim, I, I got to confess, I, I did make it a lot about myself. And Tara told me that she wanted me to be me no matter what. When I was officiating the wedding, and I thought to myself, "God, if, if I'm if I'm being me, 
I'm gonna, much like you, Tim, talk about myself this whole fucking time. And, and you know, that's kind of what I did. But um, they, they did get married. A priest married him the week before. Thank God, because I forgot to send in my certification <laughs> notes. So it would have been if, if I did it, I made the same mistake that Tom's mom made like a year after she made it. I knew full well there was one more step, and I didn't look through the envelope until the fucking day before the wedding, at which point I found to my horror that was there was one more step I needed to do. But it went good, and, and the, the, rev- the only review that mattered was that uh, Marianne, Mike's mom, said it was very sweet, and uh, she wasn't offended. So um, it's more than I can say for some of our other friends at the <laughs> wedding, but I did, I did, I did pretty good. <laughs> it went off without a hitch. Yeah, I thought it was very good, Bobby. I was just giving you shit. I thought it was a great time. I thought as long as Tara has, likes it, then that's really all that matters. And I, I forgot. Yeah, that was, what were you saying, Tim? I forgot that Scoy's mom, they're big Catholics. I forgot that they had already done the Catholic thing before. Yeah. And, and I called, after after I realized that I just sent it in, I called Tom like in a panic, and I'm like, Dude, how, how big of a deal was it for your mom to get this all squared away after? And he said it was no big deal. And I was like, okay, that's good. But I've got to, like, gird myself to call Scoy and tell him that I didn't get this fucking thing done. The, the one very simple thing he asked me to do for the biggest day of his life. And I called him, and I'm like, dude, you, you got married in the church earlier this week, right? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, did the priest signed the license and he's like you know i guess they told him that uh they told the priest that you know i was doing the officiating um and the priest is like yeah that that's great that your little comedian friend is doing the officiating but if i'm gonna do this this wedding in the catholic church I'm gonna be the one signing the license, and thank God for that. Literally, I like how the priest is like, "Okay, okay, you guys have your fun little pretend wedding after this one. I will do. Uh, this is big boy time in front of God, not in front of Satan, who you and all of your comedy friends love." <laughs> yeah, so it, it, you know, sometimes a lot of people talk a lot of shit about the Catholic Church, but in this, in in this instance they, they really came through for us well that's great and it was a great ceremony bobby you were very funny and that leads us to our plug segment as a very funny comedian bobby i hear you have a new special coming out which or a new special out now would you like to plug it, it it's a special i wouldn't call it new <laughs> i recorded it nearly, nearly four years ago um and i very uh, intelligently waited four years for reels and tiktoks to become a thing so i can chop it up into clips so it's been edited a couple of times mike rabinskoy in fact edited it did a great job james webb shot it at uh, comedians you should know in chicago and tucker brookshire has been uh editing the the little clips so shout out to all of them uh it's on youtube i think it's i think it's it's climbing the ranks i think it's up to it might be up to 25 views right now that's really good uh, yeah, not not too bad. And and you gave me some some great tips on on uh, getting a little more uh, driving a little more traffic to it. But when I started to enter all that shit, they they had me like 
like take a picture of my photo ID and shit. So they're reviewing it for 24 hours before they can update the. Um, oh my god! But yeah, I know it's ridiculous. But if you if you go to um, YouTube and search uh, Bobby Condon greatest hits stand up comedy special, it's there. It's 55 minutes. I know who the fuck would want to watch 55 straight minutes of one person doing comedy, but but hey, it's there, and I did it. Well, Bobby, I hope. I hope the people want to watch about 45 minutes of me talking alone. So, because that's all I'm doing on this pod today. I told all my stories about Memphis and Little Rock. So now I, I, I didn't tell him about how our host did say that he had kennel cough, which was fucked up and rose a bunch of alarms when immediately when we got there. That, that is, that is really fucking weird. And, and, you know, thank God, Hey, if, if your freak listeners are listening to 45 minutes of you talking alone, hey, maybe they'll want to listen to some other dumbass talk for 55 minutes. And, you know, about the kennel cough thing, I have to, you know, Tim, have you ever French kissed a dog? I mean, not, no, I've never touched my tongue to a dog's tongue, no. I've given a dog a bunch of kisses. I've gotten licked on my mouth by a dog, but never tongue to tongue. You know, I, I, I seem to have... An unfortunate memory at an old babysitter's hospital where I did open my mouth and let a dog lick the inside of my mouth. So, and, and that's a gross thing to do. But, but in, in my defense, I was um, ten years old at a, at a babysitter's house with a, a drunken, abusive stepfather guy that was there. A lot of fucked up shit happened there, uh-huh. and that that was nearly one of them. And I, I don't think I got kennel cough, but uh, at, at a certain age, you got you got to cut that shit out of your life. I remember Bobby, and this reminds me. In high school, I was um, we were all at a party, and this kid fingered a dog, which was bad. And then, and then the next week at school, told everyone I did it, and. And everyone believed him, and I had to be like, no, he did it. I don't know why he's telling everyone this. It was him. And they're like, yeah, sure, sure, sure it was. I was like, it was. That's that's why he told – that was actually like a truly brilliant move on his part because once he gets it out there, it's it's tough for you to to fucking – Unring that bell, dude. Right, especially when your excuse is, no, it was him. Everyone's like, yeah, uh uh-huh. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's, I was, I was, I was, I, 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 I've never been, like, more mad, like, because I was like, I can't believe that they're believing this. I, this is, this is how people go to jail for life, you know, because they're, like, in court screaming. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that, like, that helpless anger where it's like, no, something must be done. (laughs) I can can totally see fucking killing that guy in in absolute cold blood. You should be applauded, Tim, for for not doing that because people would have got it. You may may have even, honestly, you may have even gotten off with 25. Oh, I mean, I think I could have. I think I could have gotten manslaughter. I could have been like, it wasn't premeditated. I just kind of did it. <laughs> yeah, that that would... I mean, if, if that ain't a crime of passion, what the fuck is? I'm in court you know? yelling at his family. I'm like, your son fingered a dog! That's why he's fucking dead! <laughs> his family would be a character witness for you. <laughs> <laughs> would, would our 
son did is he didn't deserve to die, but it was fucked up. He deserves something. So, <laughs> well, Bobby. They got nothing eight. Bobby, thank you very much for uh, taking my call today, and I hope that everybody checks out Bobby Condon's greatest hits on YouTube. So if you are watching this, click on over. I might put a little link in the uh, description. So so click on the description. And uh, thank you, Bobby, and uh, we'll see you soon. Talk to you soon. Hope to be on again soon, buddy. All right, we'll have you on. Adios. All right, bye. Take care. <laughs> All right, and that was our guest, Bobby Connett. And look who has made her way downstairs. 20 minutes into the show. I hope she thought of a dead person today. I bet she didn't. Uh she's gonna need she's gonna need to turn on one of those microphones. I bet I won't even have to think of one. I bet there will just be one. Oh no, you think you're gonna die? Maybe. Micah, you look pretty good. Move that. I feel down. like shit. You feel like shit, eh? Don't, don't. Don't what? Don't I, what? Don't, I feel like you're going to throw oh, it and it's going to like hit oh, a gonna bunch of ruin, stuff. I'm going to hit a bunch of stuff? Yes. Oh no, I'm going to hit a bunch of stuff. Hello and welcome to Great Hang, the greatest Wait, hang that's ever hang. Over? I'm your hang, Tim McGovern, coming to you with your other hang, Micah Fox. Hello, Micah. I was just trying to move this thing along. What do you mean? I got 20 minutes in. Solo, baby. Hell yeah, dude. I was. I heard you. I'm upstairs. I hear you dying laughing. I'm like, is he laughing at his damn self? <laughs> I did laugh at my damn self once. I said I was dogging the people of Little Rock and I just go... Uh, but it was, but thanks to everyone who came out. Yeah, fuck them. They didn't come out for you. No, they don't. They didn't come out for me. They didn't come out for Tom. They came out for the word comedy. Hell yeah, dude. And that's probably what part of what they got. Yeah. So, Micah. Yeah. Since you're down here, do you have a hot take for us this week? Let's, let me look one up. I don't know. I thought I'd test the boundaries of my illness All before right. I bring it down to to to, my, to Miami to my to Miami. I um. I could see if I have a, a bit that I could spit. You want to spit a bit? Have I you been spitting I, a bit the whole fucking time? Well, I've just been doing Tim's story time about my trip to Memphis and my trip to Little Rock, and I am sweating. Damn, am I sweating. Um. Oh, this one's fucked up. Okay, let's do it. If it's fucked up, let's do it. This is relationship advice from our relationship advice. Okay, and also, if you're watching this... Let us know what you think about the new video. We got a new lens, and I hope it looks good. Yeah. So uh, comment down below what you think. Also, like and subscribe, of course. <laughs> Smash that like button. Damn, Tim, you are on fire today. I am tired. Oh, shit. All right, go ahead. Uh, my husband, 26 male, made sexual comments with and about my 25-year-old female little, little sister, Ooh. 14F. Yo, She's 14 years old. Wait, he made sexual comments about her 14-year-old sister? Yeah, with and about. Oh, all right, cool. What should I do? What are the comments? So, I'll tell I'll say some more. Oh, wait, oh, wait, we got to give our hot take. Do you think this guy is, did really did something fucked up, yes or no? Slash what should she have done? I mean, here's what I think. I think, yes, he probably did. But he might not have. I bet her sister, since there's all these hormones in the food now, I bet her sister's got a fat set of yams on her at oh, 14. That's so, so then it's okay. At 14 years old, and he was just probably like, 
Yo, have you seen your sister's yambos lately? And which is fine, I think. Yeah, to say it to the sister for sure, but not to say it to the little girl. Oh, he said it to the little girl. He, he said, said with and about oh. my fourteen-year-old sister. So she walked by him, and he goes, "Swing." Honestly, if he was introducing her to Wayne's World, I think that's totally acceptable uh, and good uncle behavior. I think so. As the man, I here's the thing. I should defend all men in all situations, but this one is a little sticky, much like his pants when he looks at that girl. Timothy. Sister, what? Timothy. Anyway, I would say that he is probably wrong, and the way she should handle it is by divorcing him before she finds out that he is a pedophile. Here's what you got to do. You got to go to the cops, because if you wait for your sister to complain about it 20 years from now, everyone's going to be saying she's a whore and a liar. The problem with that is the cops can't do anything until he does something. So you mm. can't go to the cops and be like, hey, my husband's a creep. And they're just like, yeah, so is mine. Oh, yeah, that happened to Kathy Griffin's brother. What do you mean? Did you see that? Fucking Kathy Griffin. I guess she wrote about it in her book, but she went on Instagram being like, yeah, my brother was a fucking pedo and he like went and like raped my neighbors and all this shit, but they wouldn't go to the cops. And so I went to the cops and the cops were like, unless the kids say that he did right. it or we catch him in the act, there's nothing we can do. She even tried to take down her own goddamn brother. Kathy Griffin, by the way, much maligned. I'm a huge fan of Kathy Griffin. I know. If see, you fucking don't, if you fucking turn in your pedo brother, you're a class act to me. This is what happens when you you're on the D-list. When you're on the D-list, no one listens to you. You got to work your way up the list. No, the higher up the list, the less they'll believe you about sexual assault. I was just making a joke about her show. I know, but I was also following up on that joke you saying think that this 14 celebrities do could get away with any kind of you sex You think this 14-year-old's on the D-list, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got my hands in front of my chest like boobs. Oh, I thought you meant on the dick list. <laughs> or that. You mean the double D list? Yeah, well, I you could it, they both work really. No, D boobs are not as big as you want to think they are. Mine oh. are D's. D's nuts? Yeah. <laughs> They're about as big as your nuts, Tim. You should get That's those looked at. I, I yeah, I really got to go to the doctor. I also, think. those nipples are too big for your nuts. How dare you? I've been I I'm self-conscious about my nut nipples. <laughs> your nut Aerial nut. Oh my god! When I go to the pool, I wear a white T-shirt on my nuts, so no one <laughs> see my nipples. When they do, when they do a wet boxer contest. Mm. Okay. Um. All right. My husband and I were over at my mom's house today, uh, where my little little sister stays. That makes sense. She's fourteen. We were in the kitchen talking about how my sister pierced her ears at home without any ice, etc., and pushed the needle right through her ear. My sister goes. I don't know. The faint, the pain felt kind of good. <gasps> oh, what a Lolita. Oh, my lord. And chuckled, leaving the room. After she leaves, my husband goes, I bet she'd love rough sex. Yikes. Yeah. Now, now in the context of what this was, I also thought that. But, but here, yeah, here's the thing. Is I wouldn't think that about a 14-year-old girl ever, I don't think. I know the pain felt kind of good. You'd probably think that in your head, but you don't say it. Because the thing is, I've heard plenty of people say shit like that inappropriately. And they are Ooh. called alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes, you're going to want to nip to help the pain. And she's like, I don't, I'm 14. I don't drink. He goes, all right, I'll take one for you. I'll take one for the team. Uh, I'm frankly appalled at this point. Fast forward a few hours. Woo. 
That's fast. And my sister starts name-calling my husband over text in playful ways. They start calling each other back and, f- back and forth over text. She called him a little dick bitch, and he says, cocksucker. I leave the room to go to the bathroom, and when I come back, I heard her say, at least if I had a wife, I'd make her finish. Oh, like, at least if I had a wife, I'd make her finish. What the hell? This 14-year-old is playing with fire. This 14-year-old is going to be pregnant in three years. He laughs and says, you'll have to ask my wife about that, and continues to engage in this weird sexualized conversation. The whole thing really rubbed me the wrong way. (laughs) Much like your husband, it sounds like. Yeah, bitch. And I guess I'm looking for advice or opinions on if I f- what I felt was valid or not. Uh, that's fucked up. You can't be talking to 14-year-olds like that. Not even if you're gaming with them. Can we talk to the 14-year-old about not calling her uncle a little dick bitch? Yeah, also, she's she's doing... Here, uh, you can't... Can you blame a 14-year-old? I don't know. I, it's her brother-in-law. It's not her uncle. Well, well, actually... Oh, no. It's her... No, it's her... It's her uncle... So it's my husband made social comments with about my little sister. So that makes yeah, my little sister's uncle. Makes No. Yes. Her little sister. It makes her... My husband's oh. little sister is her sister Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The age difference got me. I got confused. Uh-huh. I'm on flu medication. Oh, yeah. Um, um, you're right. So it's... Yeah, it's like her brother-in-law. Ew. The whole thing is fucking nasty. Yeah. Where do you think they live? Arkansas? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, they're if in Arkansas, this wouldn't even be a question. Yeah, like, they, they wouldn't even bring it up. Then my little sister really got that little dick bitch. They'd have to fight. The 26-year-old and the 14-year-old would have to fight in the yard. Uh, I think it's fucked up. I think the husband is wrong in this situation. I think the 14-year-old is also wrong in doing it to be kind of a dickhead. I'm sorry, what? I was reading ahead. I think the 14-year-old is doing it to be an asshole. Yeah. And I think the husband is wrong. I think the 14-year-old is totally has a crush on that guy. Right. And 100%. She, yeah, and she's doing it to flirt because she's 14 and she doesn't know any better, but she also, I think, is doing it to bother her sister. To bother her sister, right. You think just to bother her sister? I don't think it has anything to do with her sister. Maybe not. I don't know, but I, I, I just have to assume, but I don't know. I think she's flirting. And um, okay, but that does not make it her fault, but I do think she's flirting flirting um because he's flirting back with her yes he should not have called her a cocksucker but here's the thing 14 year olds first of all are very mature and second of all you want their approval you want them to think you're cool and so i can see this guy being such a fucking loser that he's like "Ah, i gotta like be able to like keep up with this 14 year old all right 14 year olds are dumbasses, and i don't like teens so i don't want their approval at all what are you talking about you're constantly looking for you, you. You're like talking about Riz, and you're like for real, for real. And you fucking you make friends with like kids at the park, and you hand out candy from a t- bus. You fucking I don't love that do shit. That. I don't ever do that. You I don't drive a, bus. a school bus. No, I and don't. It doesn't go to their homes. It goes to yours. It's a bike. And you're like, hold on, we have just a couple more stops. It's a bike with a little cardboard box in the back, and I go under the box and I put my little fucking hat on and I serve candy to children for free. What is that image? What I don't that? have an actual bus. I just have like a makeshift cardboard fucking cutout of a store that I go into behind my bike. Two four for bang bus. The title <laughs> of Tim's next special. But you know what I mean? Bang like bike. Like he was like there's probably some level where like he is on the emotional age of a teenager and yes. like wants to seem as cool as her. He's like, a twenty six year old dude who is also a dumbass. Who's a fucking dumbass. Okay. Um 
Okay, ETA. So I don't know what that means. Uh, estimated time of arrival. No, Go but ahead. it doesn't here. Edit something. Uh, I brought this issue up in the car because I told him I wanted to leave and I was clearly upset. He got very angry with me. Guilty. Um, and ignored me the whole way back. I've had issues with him in the past looking at nude photos of my other sister, who's 23, who's a model. But that is a whole other story. Said issues happened during our first year of marriage. Married three years as far. Dude, you, you are go. a piece of shit. Also, if your sister's a model and there's nude photos of her, that's public domain. <laughs> your husband's allowed to look at them. Honestly, I want to look at them. Yeah, look at them. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Shout out Kevin Meany. Um So Dan, having the first year of marriage. That's she's so done. Funny. This has gotta be this marriage has gotta be done. This guy's an asshole. He's gonna cheat on her if he hasn't already. Um there's one more edit. Oh my Just god. Just for context, my mom wasn't at the house for the first conversation. Oh, and cool. during the texting situation, she was in the other room. She heard none of this. Who cares about that? Nobody gives yeah, a shit. Yeah, no one about gives that. a shit about that lady. Um, oh yeah, why wasn't the mom paying attention? I don't know. Why isn't there a dad in the picture? Oh. <laughs> Feels like there's a lot of unanswered questions about oh, this fa- failed family. He was family. probably at work supporting all these fucking whores that he raised. Yeah, he did. Sounds like he did raise a bunch of whores. We got a nude model, a 14 yeah. year old, and some girl who married an emotional idiot. Yeah, some girl who doesn't understand how to be a whore, so she had to get married to a man at 23 years old. Tim, if my sister had nude photos out because she was a model, would you totally look them up and look at them? Let me think and try to answer this honestly. Yes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I totally you gotta would. look yeah. at this oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We probably look at them together. Yeah. And then I would, of course. And make you be- say, oh, she pretty. I'd be like, this bitch ain't that ain't yeah. shit, really. I go, oh, this is what models look like nowadays? <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather look at a pile of shit and barf. And then I'll be like, I'm waiting for you in the bedroom, honey. I'll be like, one more. I got to, you just hear me clicking. I'm uh, like, uh, I'll be in in a minute. But yeah, I'd probably look at them. Yeah, what am I going to, what do I, what am I going to lie? I can't lie. I'm no liar. Yeah. What if she had a porn? Would you look at my sister's porn? No. Really? No, I don't think so. Really? No. It's probably poorly made. Is it like a well-made porn or is it like is it like a homemade porn? Because I don't really like those. Uh, I don't. It's on you. It's on whatever the fuck you're nah, watching. I probably wouldn't watch it. Wait, it has if it was produced properly, then you would watch my sister's maybe, porn. Maybe, but maybe I probably. But if even, she made it herself, or what? What's the preference here? The preference is high definition cameras and a nice set. Yeah, a nice set. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um. No, I probably would. I'd look at the nude photos, but I don't think I'd watch the porn. I feel the opposite. You'd rather watch a porn than look at the nude photos? Like, let's say it's your brother, Schmack, for a second. Yes, my brother, Jack. <laughs> your brother, Jack. <laughs> like, if you were Way like... to hide it. If you were like, uh, here's a picture of my brother's dick, I'd be like, no. No, it'd be but a if you were like, nude of my brother. Yeah, it, but it's still... Like the Vesuvian man. Any picture with a dick in it is a dick pic. I don't care what else is in the photo ice cream right even if it's him for context all right what if there's another bigger dick in the photo no it's still just a dick pic all then right it's a all right pics. all right interesting interesting but if it was a porn i'd be like that's pretty funny i have to see it sure sure i'm i guess if i guess if you were like hey my sister i'd be like porn. what's his stroke game like all right so can you go longer than tim so oh the the video is a minute <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's maybe doubling. there's maybe there's um some 
it's all it's all dialogue yeah and then 30 seconds of here's the thing if you were like hey my sister's got a porn want to watch it i would of course say yes what if i said do you want to watch it i would say no you're weird and gross (laughs) i'm not watching my own sister's porn that's fucking disgusting see this is what i'm saying and but i'm not going out of my way to see it you're not going out of okay. So let's say uh, Sheen is like, "Hey, I found your, I found Micah's sister's porn." I would watch. Yeah, I would watch. You it. would watch. If it. it was brought to me, I would watch it. But <laughs> oh, I'm, you're not just gonna search for my sister's name in right, you porn, right? Pornhub. Yes. In any of them, none of them. X hamster, not gonna do it. No. Now you're gonna look. Now I kind of want to look just to see if something comes up. Actually, just look. No. No, I'm not looking for your sister's porn. What if there's something there? No, we're not looking it up. Let's we're look doing up Jack the po- then. <laughs> yeah, we can look up Jack. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be nothing. It's like gay man is gay. It's like Jack's on, Jack's off. Oh, now that I like. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, oh, time for the news story of the week. I brought up a news story because no, I didn't don't... think you were going to be on the show. But you don't get to do a news story. But we got to fill time tonight. Because it's a month. You're already you're already 30 minutes in. We're but, almost done. But Micah, I found such a good one. No, I'm not. I'm sick. You can't do this to me. <laughs> You weren't even supposed to be on the show, so you I got even, all this stuff. I was stuff. even supposed to be here today. Micah, don't you want to hear about a bear that raids a Krispy Kreme donut van making deliveries on an Alaskan military base? You wore a bear costume? <laughs> oh, Micah, you freaking bitch. What the <laughs> hell? I know, I know. You wouldn't deliver those. Ah, oh, thank you. You just eat them. Joint base Elmdorf Richard. Nope, oh. stop. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Done. It's time for the news with Tim McLaughlin. I won Trivial Pursuit. I know, but you're sick and you weren't supposed to be on the episode, so now we gotta do the news. All right, I'll come back. Alaska Associated Press. Two bears on an on an Alaska military base raided a Krispy Kreme donut van that was stopped outside a convenience store during its delivery route. Oh my god, do you think these guys were just fat gay guys or they were actually bears? Huh? Micah, she's taking a nap. I already, I already made that joke about you, oh. fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> the driver usually left his door open when he stopped at the store, but this time, a sow, oh, I guess you call it a, a lady bear a sow. I did not know that. A sow and one of her cubs that loiter nearby sauntered inside, where they stayed for probably 20 minutes Tuesday morning, said Shelly Dino. The store manager for Joint Base Elmdorf Richardson, JMM Express, the bears chomped on the donut holes and other pastries, ignoring the banging on the side of the van that was aimed at shooing them away, Dino said. Stop trying to wake me up. I was beating on the van and they're not moving. I could hear them breaking open packages and everything, she said. I was like, they don't even care. When the bears couldn't be roused, the base security was called and sounded sirens meant to scare away the bears, she said. All right, there's too much more. Okay, so that's that. Bears had gotten into the donuts. (laughs) Oh, what a crazy time we live in. Krispy Kreme, more like Krispy Claws. Do you think they ate a bear claw? Shut up. Oh, my God, I am begging you to stop. I hope you guys at home are happy with yourselves oh micah guess what time it is what it's time for the best segment of the show 
reviews for the podcast. This is where we go on Apple iTunes and see if we have any five-star reviews. We also check out the YouTube where you guys leave your comments. So leave your comments below and we'll read them on the episode. Last week's episode with Zach Swan. Let's go to the iTunes first. We have a new review. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Great pod, five stars. This one's from Mr. Salty. Oh, nice. Mr. Salty, the curator of the Tough Questions Reddit page. Oh, really? Yeah. So shout out, Mr. Salty. Shout out, Tough Questions. Check out Tough Questions. Also, I didn't do my plugs in the plug section. October 1st, I'm doing a birthday celebration Reddit advice show at the gutter. It's going to be my birthday show at the gutter. Jeff Sheen will be there. So there's the tough questions. Tie in Matt Backus. Hell yeah. You, I think Allie O'Neill. So it should be a good. That should be fun. That should be a very fun one. And then we'll have a party in the back and get drunk afterwards. So come on out. It'll be my birthday celebration October 1st at the gutter at 9 p.m. Everyone loves a Sunday night party. Yeah. Well, we we used to party on Sunday nights during uh, birthday season at at uh oh yeah at beauty bar dude i used to party every night (laughs) great pod five stars two of the greatest hangs to ever hang love the pod great guests sweet there we go thanks mr salty you're a good man all right so thank you to mr salty here we go uncle jemima says i save up all my goo for wednesdays and then i And then I bust nonstop while listening to the great hang. I don't know why this gets me every week, but I really delight in it. He keeps coming up with new ways to say that he busts to the show, which I like. so funny. John Smith says, another banger. So So if hell is catching and heaven is pitching, then what's going on in purgatory? Voyeurism? 69ing? Or some free for all rimming calamity? Figured I'd ask the experts. That is a good question. Wait. So in heaven, you get to butt fuck God. Okay. In hell, you're getting butt fucked by the devil. Yeah. In purgatory, you have to go to work. <laughs> you don't get to get rimmed or rammed or 69. You have to go to your office job. You get up. You go to work. You go home. You go to bed. That's purgatory. So we're in purgatory right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck, purgatory. Yep. They said heaven is a place on earth, but no, purgatory is a place on earth. That's right. So purgatory, you go to work. You put on your little tie and your little suit, and you go into your little office. You make your little jokes to your coworkers. What? A tie and a suit. That's what people do at work, stupid. Oh. All right. So there you go. Asked and answered. You're welcome, John Smith. I guess that's what keeps the Pret-a-Manger's open. Uh, oh, Snake Nelson has two here. Zach Swan was a great guest, and the rest of you were good, too. Kind of. No, I loved it. Oh, you got us. Uh, another ripping banger. Nice. And Zach dropped three great hang tips. Don't play devil's advocate. Offer a stick of juicy fruit from a full pack and be nice. We should all try to be like Zach. No, you should no not. No way, dude. <laughs> First of all, don't play devil's advocate. That is all he do. That is all he does. He is. He gets drunk and he gets trouble started. He gets trouble started. He has bad breath and he's an asshole. Yep. I love him, though. I love him, too. Except with drugs instead of juicy fruit sometimes. That's smart. Mm-hmm. I said that. Oh, that's what you said? Yeah. Oh, well, it was smart. 
Immortal, Immortan... You can do it. Immortan, Sound it out. Immortan Leo says, I've always thought women look better in polo shirts than men do. Micah looks great with one. Oh, thanks. There you go, Micah. Shout out to Abby Shapiro's rockin' pear. That's Ben Shapiro's sister's tits. Oh, I was like, Abby Shapiro. Milk cup emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she does have a great set. Thanks, G. Bresto. I, I had to look her up after when I saw that. I was like, damn, the bitch. You never saw those? I've seen them, but she is fucking stacked. It's crazy. Dude, it is a wonder how she stands upright. I said, let's go to that. Um, AJ Cook says, any take on Micah's pay pig going to rehab? Oh, okay. Good question. Um, did you know about this? Wait, he did? That's uh, AJ Cook says any take on Micah's pay pig going to rehab. So I don't know if AJ Cook knows who your pay pig is or if AJ Cook. There's no way he knows. How would he know? Unless I he... think AJ Cook is a lady. The picture is a lady. Huh. I, I or she. Yeah, I guess. Unless AJ Cook is somebody I know from like a past life who knows me and the pay pig. Because I don't think I said his name on the pod. Okay. So um, is it possible he went to rehab? Probably. He used to open for Neutral Milk Hotel. He like had all his, his like, you know, like has so many brushes with heroin. He clearly has a drug addiction now. It would make sense for him to go to rehab. And so what's your take on it? Uh, I say don't do it, man. Save your money for me. <laughs> a I'm true... Pay princess talking to her pay pig. I love it, Micah. Thank you. All right, Micah, it's time for me to fall in love with your damn ass. Oh, fuck. Yeah, hell yeah. Do you have your little list? I'm going to pull it up right now. She's pulling up her list, and we're going to fall in love. It's Micah Fox. Fall in love with me. Arthur Aronson's 36 questions. Okay, what? Um, okay, so we are on question number nine. Whoa. And this one, Tim. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Go ahead. This one is kind of gross. Oh, damn it. If my sister made a porno. (laughs) (laughs) No, not gross like that. Gross like. like, Oh, it better not be about freaking shit. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Oh, God damn. I, I actually have a very easy answer to this. I feel most grateful that I have two very good parents and a nice family. Oh, that is a really good one. And I thought for sure you were going to say uh, two very great people in my life, me and Toe. And then you said, then you surprised me and said parents. That's interesting. Which you should I, be grateful for them. Which I do. Which I am grateful for you and Toe, of course. You are my the two greatest people in my life right now every day. But I think growing up having two really good parents uh, and uh, a nice brother keeps me from having a real anger problem <laughs> i think i think because i think because I what grew are you up, trying to say to? I, I don't think you have an anger problem but i think because i grew up in a nice household that <laughs> i i just like unlike other young irish men that i know that are alcoholics <laughs> i don't really have a lot of anger inside so i think having a good upbringing and good parents i think is what i'd probably say even though i am a fuck up and a loser it's funny because you had great parents growing up i did not and yet here we are in the exact same basement on the same podcast oh you're right okay maybe i'm not so grateful for my fucking no no <laughs> <laughs> No, I am a fuck up and a loser, but I think that I think that was just going to happen regardless of what of anything. So, 
I am, uh, I would say that uh, for my parents and my family and having, I think just having a good family is what I'm most grateful for. Because even if I get jammed up by some fucking jabroni. <laughs> That's the Irish in you, is it? <laughs> I think I can always, I think I can always depend on my family to help me out, whether it's my mom or my dad or even my extended family, I think someone will help me. So it'll be, I think that, I think I'm most grateful for my family because they're very nice. That's so sweet, Tim. Yeah, what and, about you? You know, don't, don't discount yourself. You're not a fuck up. You're doing a lot better than your third sibling. <laughs> I only have one sibling. That is, that's good, Micah. That's funny. <laughs> I ate the other one in, in the utero. Um, yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a sense, there's a way to be, I could guess I could say I'm grateful for your parents too for giving me you, but I will say I'm grateful for my parents for fucking up so royally. <laughs> <laughs> that you know what not to do. That I, that I have gotten... That, you know, because if it weren't for them, who knows how far I could have gotten. And I might have passed you long ago. Right. I am also, you know what? Shout out to Borderline Personality Disorder <laughs> for beating Micah down to the point where she has to settle for a man like me. And to be clear, I do not have Borderline Personality No. No. But no, no, no. Yet... <laughs> <laughs> maybe i you know they are fucking tricky people borderlines and so maybe i like tricked my therapist this whole time and i really am a psycho well we'll see only time will tell but i think i'm falling a little more in love with you this you week. are a little bit all right cool maybe it's because you're leaving i don't know i'm only going for a couple days oh jesus i thought it was for a while all right well <laughs> I knew it was for a couple days. You'll have fun. You're going to get, even if you don't feel good, you'll be able to be on the beach yeah. not feeling good. So that'll help. And honestly, doing this pod is helping me feel a little better. So yeah, I think you just need to get up and get out and go around. Now. I tried to do that. I almost fainted on the way home. What are you going to do? Are we out of fun? Our tips for being a great hang and fun party stories. Are we done? Do we have anything? Tips for breeding. Let me think. Tips for being a great hang. Um, you know, it's interesting, Tim, because now I've also quit smoking weed. So now I'm no booze, no weed. And so on it, learning how to be a good hang is getting harder and harder. Used to be you could just take the drug, let the drugs take the wheel. You know? Yeah. Now, you know, I think I have one. Oh, okay. Was it listening? No. I guess not. I did not hear a thing you just said. I heard, let the drugs take the wheel. And I go, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be my man, Jemus. But what, so what's yours? What's yours about being sober now? Oh, no, it was about being a great hang. Yeah. What's it's your, like, go to every event with like some kind of goal in mind. Like, what do you want to get out of the event? And that'll kind of keep you. Don't let it be some type of sexual assault goal. That's a good bad point. Goal. Good point, Tim. Thanks. <laughs> you, 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 honestly, that is a great goal. If you're trying to flirt, that's a great goal. Don't let it be rape. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's good. You no, go but if it's like, hey, I'd like to get to know, I know this person's going to be at the party, I'd like to get to know them better. Or, um, you know, my goal is to talk to, say hello to everyone at the party, just make, make little games for yourself. This is sounding very lame as I say it. Yeah, you sound like Seymour Skinner on that episode where Bart works for the mafia. <laughs> and he goes, and then I just I bounced the ball as many times as I could in a row. 
Remember that? No, and that also does not sound like what I was saying. That What's does your sound point? like you were saying. Mine is don't refer to yourself in the third person when you're hanging out with people. It's lame. Someone may have been doing it in Little Rock this weekend. That was not myself or Tom, but oh, someone that I was like Tom. But someone that worked for the club and uh, Tim, you're bad mouthing people that work for the club now too. I mean, it was you never want to go back there. It was the God club damn. manager Wayne. He kept being Tim. He God kept, damn it, Timothy. You're like, why won't anyone book me? I send out so many emails and nobody will book me. And it's probably because you're like, you know who else sucks? All the people who could book me. No, he's a cool dude. He was a really cool, nice dude. Oh, it's too late. But Wayne he would hates get, you now. He would get drunk and be like, well, you know, Wayne does this and Wayne does that. And I'd be like, oh, my God, dude. Maybe he's got a I'm brother like, named you, Wayne. I'm like, you live in Little Rock, my man. You can't refer to yourself in the third person if you live in a shithole. The Roy- Maybe it was the Royal Wayne. <laughs> well, those were good. Uh, okay. Do you have a dead person, Micah? Mm, yes. All right. Do you want me to go first? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll go first. You were this- prepared to do this without me. You're lucky I'm here. What do you mean? You were going to have to do this alone. Yeah, that would, I, yeah, but I was prepared mentally to do it. Right, so you don't need me to have one is what I'm saying. Oh, but it would you be could, nice I, if you I could did. just be here. Yeah, but it would so, be nice cheer, if you I was just going to cheer you along, honestly. I wasn't even going to take the mic. All right, speak ill of the dead. My dead person today, Rock Hudson. What? Hey, you secretly gay bitch that died of AIDS. How about you be openly gay and die of AIDS? Maybe we would have had a lot more gay rights back in the day if one of our biggest movie stars came out as gay. Instead of being a coward and hiding behind his beard and dying of AIDS. So, Rock Hudson, I hope you're in hell. Um, No, he'd like getting butt-fucked by the devil, probably. Having to eat the devil's pussy, you little bitch. So, Rock Hudson. Did he come out before he died? Did I don't he come know. out as being gay and having AIDS before he died? I don't know. Uh, I'm let me pretty look sure it up. it's crazy you said that because I just read a book that like talked about that, but like only tangentially. But uh, yeah, I think he actually kind of was like a gay icon. But maybe I mis- misunderstood. Maybe he only came out. Rock Hudson didn't feel the reveal of his sexual didn't feel the reveal of his sexual orientation to the world. Director explored it. No, never came out oh. because he had the privilege of being a successful leading man you fucking privileged piece of shit i can't even believe it and i hope the devil's pussy tastes extra ladylike thank you <laughs> jesus all right Tim. i guess that was a Sorry gay for being allyship? An, yeah, sorry for being an ally to all our gay listeners out there who I hope you're living loud and proud and I hope you're living your best life. Right, Unlike and, Rock fucking Hudson. Cool and, name, bad guy. And the person I'd like to speak ill of is whoever gave him AIDS. He was successfully <laughs> hiding in the closet and he could have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling gays. Yeah. Probably the first guy to fuck a monkey. Timothy? No. <laughs> It would have been it would have been like right when that happened. Timothy, it did not come from somebody fucking money. I thought it did though. I really think that that's true. It came true. from the government trying to end homosexuality and oh. we all know this. Ronald Reagan made AIDS. That's probably Studies show that HIV may have jumped from chimpanzees to humans as, as far back as 1800s. 1800s. 
Wow. So even if they did fuck a monkey, it wasn't this past century. Huh. Probably passed to humans when humans hunted these chimpanzees for meat and came in contact with their infected blood sexually. On the wet market. That's it does not say sexually, but there you go. That's so, how we got COVID too, baby. Where did AIDS originate? All right, let's not get into that. It may get a little racial. Um, Timothy. (laughs) I am fucking on today, Micah. I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. My life can't get what I mean. What career can't get worse? Your phone just buzzed. I guarantee you that they're probably like the parents that you loved so much are dead. Oh no, it's on my Slack. Um, all right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. It's time for sign-offs. Signing off. Okay. It is me, the sickest girl in the world. Old sicky sickman. The one who missed the beginning of the show because she was just laying in bed staring at the ceiling until she heard Tim having too good of a time. (laughs) (laughs) It is me, Toei's mom, Tim's girlfriend, your friend and podcast host, Micah Fox. And it is I. The solo man who does the solo shows, the sweetest boy in the world, the nicest, sweetest boy in the world, fuck. Good one. (laughs) Your Patreon dad, uh, guys, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash great hang. We got a lot of great shit over there. We just we had one of the greatest trivial pursuit games of all time. I just did a solo Mr. Manners, which I I'm I'm people and I are calling absolute must watch Patreon content. So patreon.com slash great And also your Patreon dad, your free feed, best friend. Timothy Grady McLaughlin the second. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Bye.